Welcome to PsalmsCast. I am Denise, and today is the 20th day of December. It is such an absolute pleasure to be here with you today. This is Christmas week, and I am sure many are focused on getting ready for the festivities of Friday and Saturday. Yes, this is the time of the year where the church focuses on the greatest gift ever given to humans. God left the comforts of heaven and was born a baby, tiny, needy, born into poverty, but God provided for his mother Mary and for her husband Joseph, who would shepherd Jesus in his early years. Many may be caught up in the getting of gifts, travel, visitors, and such. I urgently implore you to slow down and to savor God's mercy and God's grace and goodness in your life. So may we spend these days as we move into Christmas contemplating that mystery and that great victory on our behalf. The journey through our five chapters today takes us into Psalm 20, Psalm 50, Psalm 80, Psalm 110, and Psalm 140. We are reading from the Amplified Bible today. The Going Deeper segment of the podcast is tucked at the very end, and I encourage you, check it out today. Are you ready? Are you ready if Jesus came back today? This last book of the Bible, it informs us exactly what will be going on at that time. And there is such a burden to share what Jesus has recorded for us here. That's why we are exploring the return of our risen Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, at the end of this year. Because yes, He is coming back. And now is the time to be checking out this book of the Bible that Jesus prepared for us. So we are in Revelation chapter 13 today. But let's do as we do every day and pause for a moment, inviting the Lord to be our focus and also to be our guide Gracious, merciful Father in heaven, we come humbly into your presence right now. We desire, we desperately desire to draw near to you. We are looking to you for comfort. We are looking to you for direction. And oh, Lord, we need your wisdom because mm, this life journey is so challenging. We know that you are present and that you are hearing our prayers. And oh, we worship and we thank you for this. As we journey into your living word, spark joy inside of us and surround us with your peace, encompass us with your peace, a peace that surpasses all human understanding. We open our minds, we open our hearts to you. Our desire is that your Holy Spirit is at work within us, transforming us from the inside out. So we ask that you lead, we ask humbly that you guide, and that you illuminate and unpack as we journey today. Psalm 20, Prayer for Victory Over Enemies, a Psalm of David. May the Lord answer you, David, in the day of trouble. May the name of the God of Jacob set you securely on high and defend you in battle. May he send you help from the sanctuary, his dwelling place, and support and strengthen you from Zion. May he remember all your meal offerings and accept your burnt offerings. May he grant you your heart's desire and fulfill all your plans. We will sing joyfully over your victory, and in the name of our God, we will set up our banners. May the Lord fulfill all your petitions. Now I know that the Lord saves his anointed. 
He will answer him from his holy heaven with the saving strength of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember and trust in the name of the Lord our God. They have bowed down and fallen, but we have arisen and stood upright. O Lord, save the king. May the king answer us in the day we call. Psalm 50 God the Judge of the Righteous and the Wicked The Mighty One, God the Lord, has spoken and summoned the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting, from east to west. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God has shone forth. May our God come and not keep silent. Fire devours before Him, and around Him a mighty tempest rages. He summons the heavens above and the earth to judge His people. Gather my godly ones to me, those who make a covenant with me by sacrifice, and the heavens declare His righteousness, for God Himself is judge. Hear, O my people, and I will speak. O Israel, I will testify against you. I am God, your God. I do not reprove you for your sacrifices. Your burnt offerings are continually before me. I will accept no young bull from your house, nor male goat from your folds, for every beast of the forest is mine, and the cattle on a thousand hills. I know every bird of the mountains, and everything that moves in the field is mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for the world and all it contains are mine. Shall I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of male goats? Offer to God the sacrifice of thanksgiving and pay your vows to the Most High. Call on me in the day of trouble. I will rescue you, and you shall honor and glorify me. But to the wicked God says, What right have you to recite my statutes or take my covenant on your lips? For you hate instruction and discipline, and cast my words behind you, discarding them. When you see a thief, you are pleased with him and condone his behavior, and you associate with adulterers. You give your mouth to evil, and your tongue frames deceit. You sit and speak against your brother. You slander your own mother's son. These things you have done, and I kept silent. You thought that I was just like you. Now I will reprimand and denounce you and state the case in order before your eyes. Now consider this, you who forget God, or I will tear you to pieces, and there is no one to rescue you. He who offers a sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving honors me. And to him who orders his way rightly, who follows the way that I show him, I shall show the salvation of God. Psalm 80 God implored to rescue his people from their calamities. Hear us, O shepherd of Israel, you who lead Joseph like a flock, you who sit enthroned above the cherubim of the Ark of the Covenant, shine forth. Before Ephraim and Benjamin and Manasseh, stir up your power and come to save us. Restore us, O God. Cause your face to shine on us with favor and approval, and we will be saved. O Lord God of hosts, how long will you be angry with the prayers of your people? You have fed them the bread of tears. 
You have made them drink bitter tears in abundance. You make us an object of contention to our neighbors, and our enemies laugh at our suffering among themselves. Restore us, O God of hosts, and cause your face to shine on us with favor and approval, and we will be saved. You uprooted a vine, Israel, from Egypt. You drove out the Canaanite nations and planted the vine in Canaan. You cleared away the ground before it, and it took deep root and filled the land. The mountains were covered with its shadow, and its branches were like the cedars of God. Israel sent out its branches to the Mediterranean Sea and its branches to the Euphrates River. Why have you broken down its walls and hedges so that all who pass by pick its fruit? A boar from the woods eats it away, and the insects of the field feed on it. Turn again in favor to us, O God of hosts. Look down from heaven and see, and take care of this vine. Even the stock which your right hand has planted, and look down on the son that you have reared and strengthened for yourself. It is burned with fire. It is cut down. They perish at the rebuke of your angry appearance. Let your hand be upon the man of your right hand, upon the son of man whom you have made strong for yourself. Then we shall not turn back from you. Revive us and we will call on your name. Restore us, O Lord God of hosts. Cause your face to shine on us in favor and approval, and we shall be saved. Psalm 110 The Lord gives dominion to the king. A Psalm of David The Lord, Father, says to his Lord, the Messiah, his son, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet, subjugating them to complete submission. The Lord will send a scepter of your strength from Zion, saying, Rule in the midst of your enemies. Your people will offer themselves willingly to participate in your battle, in the day of your power, in the splendor of holiness from the womb of the dawn. Your young men are to you as the dew. The Lord has sworn an oath and will not change his mind. You are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. The Lord is at your right hand. He will crush kings in the day of His wrath. He will execute judgment and overwhelming punishment among the nations. He will fill them with corpses. He will crush their chief men over a broad country. He will drink from the brook by the wayside. Therefore, He will lift up His head triumphantly. And our final psalm for today is Psalm 140. Prayer for Protection Against the Wicked, a Psalm of David. Rescue me, O Lord, from evil men. Protect me from violent men. They devise evil things in their hearts. They continually gather together and stir up wars. They sharpen their tongues like a serpent's. Poison of a viper is under their lips. Keep me, O Lord, from the hands of the wicked. Protect me from violent men who intend to trip up my steps. The proud have hidden a trap for me and cords. They have spread a net by the wayside. They have set traps for me. I said to the Lord, You are my God. Listen to the voice of my supplication, O Lord. O God the Lord, the strength of my salvation, you have covered my head in the day of battle. Do not grant, O Lord, the desires of the wicked. Do not further their evil device. 
that they not be exalted. Those who surround me raise their heads. May the mischief of their own lips come upon them. Let burning coals fall upon them. Let them be thrown into the fire, into deep water pits, from which they cannot rise. Do not let a slanderer be established in the earth. Let evil quickly hunt down the violent man to overthrow him and stop his evil acts. I know with confidence that the Lord will maintain the cause of the afflicted and will secure justice for the poor. Surely the righteous will give thanks to your name. The upright will dwell in your presence. I am so sorry to be getting today's podcast out so late. Yesterday was spent just being present for my mom, who is in a lot of pain. She just desired company for my presence, just to be present for her. And this morning, she is somewhat better, but it still hurts whenever she shifts her body or attempts to move about. And yes, I am concerned, but unless the Lord determines otherwise, I will be on a plane headed back to my home base in Georgia as the sun sets here in Missouri. I am concerned, but I know that the Lord, He has my mom. He loves her more than I could ever even be capable of loving her or even of showing and expressing that love to her. Since I am really pressed to get this uploaded, I just wanted to share a plug to have you stay around for the going deeper into the Word of God. Psalm 110 and Psalm 140 sort of tie in with what we are learning in the book of Revelation. Friends, the time to consider what is going to happen in the future is now because the technologies are actually in place today, December 20th, 2021, to make things come to pass as we read today's chapter. God has always had a plan, and yet Jesus, He promised, He promised, He promised that He would come again, and that will happen. Thus far, every single prophecy of the Bible has been proven true down to the smallest details, because God is a truth-teller. Maranatha, wonderful Heavenly Father, Daddy God, you are so amazing, you are so awesome. We come humbly with full hearts to offer you an offering of thanksgiving. We love your word that you have preserved for each one of us for this day. Lord, we desperately need your word to stir into our lives and to make changes, not just momentary changes or temporary changes, but eternal changes. We want to love you. We want to worship you as you desire, Lord, not just mouthing words, but being laid flat on the floor before you in humility. Lord, we know that there is nothing that we bring to this relationship, but we are here to learn. We are here to give our hearts and our minds to you, to mold, to reshape. Lord, your word is truth, and it is faithful to show us the correct way that you would have us to walk through this day. Be with us in the mundane and the momentous decisions that are ahead. We ask this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. So the Going Deeper segment is at the very end of the podcast. And yes, we are continuing the exploration of the book of Revelation. 
because Jesus is coming. So today we are considering the 13th chapter of Revelation. So let's continue to pray, friends, because there are so many, as happens every changing of the seasons, especially in the Northern Hemisphere, as it gets colder, viruses pop up, be it COVID, be it the flu, or something totally different. And yes, our bodies are always under attack. And so we are told in God's word over and over again, we are not to be afraid and that we are to rest in him, to trust him. And I don't know what that looks like for you, but he does and he will instruct you if you will just pause and you will act, ask him instead of just reacting. So let's continue to lift those that we know in our land up to the Lord as their bodies struggle to fight against whatever is attacking them. And I also want to specifically ask that we be praying for TC in Missouri as well as Kara. Let's also be praying for those who are really struggling at this time of year. This is a, this week and next week might be a really, really hard time, especially for those who are facing real major hardships or perhaps they're struggling with depression. And you know, unless you've actually walked that road, it's really easy to say, come on, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. It is not that easy, friends. Been there, done that, and I have the scars to show for it. So let's pray for those who are feeling marginalized, those who are angry, those who are hurt, those who have a bitter taste in their hearts, and those who just really feel abandoned at this time of year where everybody's getting together, but they are alone. Let's pray that by the power of the Holy Spirit, Jesus will be enough for these who are struggling and that he will send angels of mercy into their life, and they will continue to breathe, and they will not do stupid acts that will harm themselves or harm others. Also continue prayers for my mom, Judy. I don't understand what's going on, and there just doesn't seem to be a trigger other than we were outside walking on a really cold, bitter wind day. And one minute she was fine, and then she was not. So friends, she is hurting. In every part of her body, even when she is just sitting still, even when she's laying down, if she shifts her body, she radiates pain. It's a dull ache from her from her neck to her ankles. So please join me in praying for the Lord's mercy, for the Lord's grace, for the Lord's what's going on here. Continued prayers for the Chapman family and for their situation with the home that they left behind in Maui and how that's going to work out and what the Lord is preparing for their new home and their new location. Let's continue to pray for TC in Missouri as she continues to press in to the Lord seeking His direction for her life. Continued prayers for Bam this week. She is in Thailand with their eight-month-old daughter. Um, Josh which is her husband and their three-year-old son are in the United States and she has they have three older children that are in England. Bam has a US visa application. We don't know where it is. It might be in lost. We just don't know. Bam has to wait until the US embassy 
chooses to call her to set up an interview, they have to interview her to make a decision about if they're going to let her in the United States so she can be with her husband and her son. You know, they really just want the whole family back together. And I think all of us can really understand that right now this season. Let's also continue to pray for Bethany and Parker in their challenging adoption journey. They are just leaning on the Lord. They want to know where they're supposed to live and where they're supposed to work at this time. And also continued prayers for Laura and her husband. They live in Japan. We specifically are asking the Lord to continue to send faithful believers and testimonies of Jesus into this young man's life so that his heart will be softened and that he will choose Jesus. Continued prayers for Stella's health, her strength, and her patience, as well as that the Lord is very present and that He is very evident in her husband Ralph's continuing healing journey. It's been a really long, drawn-out process. That surgery happened back in June. Continued prayers for my small family's future. We did have a praise. They have pushed the going back into the office to the middle of January. So yes, God has provided an answer, and we are just trusting Him. We are trusting Him, and thank you for being praying for all of these people who have asked that we pray until the Lord moves. Now, if you desire to connect with us at PsalmsCast, perhaps to share thoughts, perhaps you have questions, perhaps you would like us to pray, or you would like to request a Bible. Our email address is psalmscast at gmail.com. If you prefer to call or to text, the number in the United States is 470-240-1509. If you're outside the United States, you might want to use WhatsApp to make a connection. The number is slightly different. It's 1-470-240-1509. And you can also check out PsalmsCast on Facebook, Twitter, and MeWe. You can also make a connection through one of those methods as well. So that's it for today. I am Denise. I love you. I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Going deeper into the Word of God begins in five seconds. Going deeper into the Word of God, Revelation chapter 13. So we just read two psalms that tie in, or I believe that they tie in, to what will happen in the last days. And in my opinion, friends, Psalm 110 and Psalm 140, they will come into play. Of course, that is just my opinion. So welcome, and yes, I encourage you to buckle in. Today, it's all about the beasts, plural, Thus far in this incredible book that reveals what will happen before Jesus returns to the earth, we've read and considered Jesus' seven letters to the seven churches, churches that are very similar to the ones that we have in our decade of 2020+. We have been given a glimpse of the happenings in the throne room of heaven, the majesty, the worship, and those who have been martyred for their faith are present. The sealed judgments have been poured out on the earth. Next, on earth, the trumpet judgments are poured forth as well. Those living at that time will not recognize the world, as it will only be 
two-thirds, 66% of its former self. And just for clarity, friends, when it happens, it is God alone who caused this to happen. No, it is not. It is not. No, it's not. Global warming. So many incredible events take place in this set of judgments, and yet those who are not sealed by the blood and the righteousness of Jesus Christ, our Messiah, do not, I repeat, do not repent. They do not cry out to God to save them. They instead continue to worship themselves and to worship evil. As the seventh angel trumpets in heaven, loud voices in heaven state, The kingdom, dominion, rule of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of His Christ, and He will reign forever and ever. Those before the throne, they fall down and they worship. As the chapter ends, the temple of God was open and the ark of His covenant appeared in His temple. And yes, there's a lot of booms, loud rumblings, earthquakes, and a great hailstorm. So yesterday, we did shift paradigms. What I find interesting is at this halfway point, the focus now switches to what is commonly called the beast. Yesterday in verses 1 and 2, it discusses the woman, which is Israel. Verses 3 and 4, it's the red dragon, who is Satan. Verses 5 and 6 discuss the male child, which is the Christ. In verses 7 through the end, The angel Michael is discussed, and what we see there is this is a chapter about battles that happen on the spiritual level, a level that we generally do not witness directly. With these things in mind, let's dive into another chapter. And as we go, allow God's words, it's His words, it's not man's words, to wash over you and to wash through you. Trust the Holy Spirit to unpack it for you wherever you're at in the stage of your spiritual journey, be it a new beginner or somebody who's studied the scriptures for decades. Remember, the purpose of this section is for you to learn from the Holy Spirit how to apply God's truth in your life. Revelation chapter 13, the beast from the sea. And the dragon Satan stood on the sandy shore of the sea. Then I saw a vicious beast coming up out of the sea with ten horns and seven heads, and on his horns were ten royal crowns, diadems, and on his heads were blasphemous names. And the beast that I saw resembled a leopard, but his feet were those of a bear, and his mouth was like that of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power and his throne and great authority. I saw one of his heads, which seemed to have a fatal wound, but his fatal wound was healed, and the entire earth followed after the beast in amazement. They fell down and worshipped the dragon, because he gave his authority to the beast. They also worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like, as great as the beast? And who is able to wage war against him? And the beast was given a mouth, the power of speech, uttering great things and arrogant and blasphemous words. And he was given freedom and authority to act and to do as he pleased for 42 months, three and a half years. And he opened his mouth to speak blasphemies, abusive speech, slander against God and to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and those who live in heaven.
He was also permitted to wage war against the saints, God's people, and to overcome them, in authority and power over every tribe and people, in language and nation. All the inhabitants of the earth will fall down and worship Him. Everyone whose name has not been written since the foundation of the world in the book of life of the Lamb who has been slain is a willing sacrifice. If anyone has an ear, let him hear. If anyone is destined for captivity, he will go into captivity. If anyone kills with a sword, he must be killed with a sword. Here is the call for the patient endurance and the faithfulness of the saints, which is seen in the response of God's people to difficult times. The Beast from the Earth Then I saw another beast rising up out of the earth. He had two horns like a lamb, and he spoke like a dragon. He exercises all the authority of the first beast and is present when the two are together. And he makes the earth and those who inhabit it worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. He performs great signs, awe-inspiring acts, even making fire fall from the sky to the earth right before the people's eyes. And he deceives those unconverted ones who inhabit the earth into believing him because of the signs which he has given by Satan to perform in the presence of the first beast, telling those who inhabit the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded fatally by the sword and has come back to life. And he is given power to give breath to the image of the beast so that the image of the beast will even appear to speak and cause those who do not bow down and worship the image of the beast to be put to death. Also, he compels all, the small and the great, and the rich and the poor, and the free man and the slaves, to be given a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, signifying allegiance to the beast, and that no one will be able to buy or sell except the one who has the mark, whether the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let the person who has enough insight calculate the number of the beast, for it is the imperfect number of a man, and his number is 666. So are you utterly perplexed at all of this imagery? What on earth is being spoken of here? I will not claim to understand it all, but I do trust our Lord and Savior to see me through this if I'm still alive at this time. I do encourage you to pull out your Bible, physical or digital, and spend some time in this chapter and in the book of Daniel, chapter 7. In this chapter is also the imagery of what the first beast appears as. So we read verses 2 and verses 7 of Revelation 13, as well as Daniel 7, verse 4. I encourage you to do an internet search on these words, United Nations Sculpture for Peace and Security. I will post that sculpture image on the Psalmscast social media channels. Pray and seek God's discernment. So when I did my own research, I was startled that on the UN org website. The headline for the image is Guardian for International Peace and Security. The caption describes, reads, a guardian for international peace and security sits on the visitor plaza outside UN headquarters. The guardian is a fusion of jaguar and eagle. 
But I encourage you to take a look at those feet of this statue, this sculpture. So there are three beings that are discussed in this chapter. The dragon, which represents Satan, a beast that rises out of the sea, that most agree will this one represents what is typically called the Antichrist, one who appears to be like Christ, but actually worships and serves Satan, his maker. The other beast that rises from the earth is the one who will lead the one world religion. Yes, you heard that correctly. The people of this time and place are given only one option, worship the beast or die. To compel the masses to worship Satan's agents, this chapter speaks of a mark that will be placed on their right hand or on their forehead. Friends, before 1900s, in human history, people laughed at this. They didn't understand until the Nazis started branding, tattooing on their right hand the Jews. In our society today, you can have a chip and plant it under the skin of your hand to pay for things at any station that is programmed for that technology. Likewise, there's a lot of legit chatter about the vaccine passports that will be worldwide. This, and I'm going to put air quotes around this, vaccine passport has nothing to do with keeping the world's population well. It does have everything to do with assigning a digital identity to every human on earth. This system is already in use in China. It is linked to a social credit score. In that social credit score, it determines everything. It controls your buying. It controls your selling. It controls your ability to travel. It, it will determine what happens or what opportunities your children or even your grandchildren have. This is in place. So please... So please, please do not just shrug your shoulders or bury your head in the sand saying it doesn't matter. Seek God. Fast. Pray. Get into the Word and ask the Spirit to school you, to educate you as to how you and yours, those that are dependent on you, are to prepare for this time. Because honestly, I think it's closer. Well, I know it's closer than it's ever been. And then also in this chapter is the number of the beast. It is stated to be 666. Let me state that another way. 666. In order to have an understanding here, you need to go back to the Hebrew to understand what the number 6 in the Hebrew represents. I will also post a link to a site that you can consider if you're interested in doing some research.